Hey everybody, this is Dr. Adam Rimby. I'm trying something out on my podcast. This is called Wild, What I Am Learning Daily. The focus of these segments will be things that I am learning on a daily basis related to my clinical practice. I'm going to invite you into my personal learning lab and my insights on various things that I'm reading, listening to, and studying. And I will share with you practical applications of these learnings when they are appropriate. So I welcome you to these episodes and please let me know what you think of them. Thanks so much. Hey everybody, this is Dr. Rindy and I am going to share with you a new feature on my podcast, social media. It's called Wild, What I Am Learning Daily. And today's episode is on some research I am reading related to melatonin for irritable bowel syndrome. This seemed like a practical treatment that I wanted to investigate to see if there was any data that could help understand if we could use melatonin as a treatment for people with irritable bowel syndrome. So let's get into the research. And so we see here, this is a review that appeared in Gut in 2005. I've had this review in my database for quite some time. And I thought it'd be a good time to break this out and understand it. So melatonin has been something that has been used widely for sleep disruption. And there is a hypothesis that in IBS that some of the symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome are related to sleep disruption. So let's see what this research review shared with us. So it talks about how there's a strong overlap between fibromyalgia and IBS. And the author goes on to say that these two conditions share an overlap in that both conditions could be linked to disruption in sleep physiology. This was new to me to sh share this link. It is well established in my practice that people with fibromyalgia have sleep disruption, but I haven't heard quite so much that irritable bowel syndrome patients have a strong link to sleep disruption. So the author goes on, the author goes on to look at the different research of studies that showed that IBS had some link between sleep, sleep disruption and there was no conclusive evidence that IBS patients have this link. So that kind of set up the question about melatonin and why it was showing some benefits in IBS patients if there is no known underlying sleep disruption in IBS. So we do know that patients with IBS tend to have greater anxiety, which would possibly be as a consequence of having IBS and it's disruption of the microbiome and it's also disruption of neurotransmitters and just living with a condition that is so disruptive, they may develop some anxiety. However, this link between why melatonin might work in IBS patients because of sleep disorders um, was not strongly established. 
So there was a study that the author talked about um, in uh, the publication Gut that was performed by Song and colleagues that used melatonin in IBS patients. And the results were significant. Um, patients with IBS reported outcomes of reduced abdominal pain. And also uh, they did other measures such as rectal pressure and volume thresholds in the rectal region for both urgency and pain sensations. Both those were significantly increased following melatonin treatment. However, the sleep studies that they did um, during the, the trials um, did not show any changes or benefits from the melatonin in measures of sleep patterns or sleep um, improvements. Um, also, there was no changes in outcomes of anxiety and depression for these patients. So they established that there was some physical benefit, but not via the hypothesis that you would think of why melatonin would obviously help. So I'm going to kind of go into this a little bit more based on my experience. And we know now, this is a study was done quite some time ago, we know now that melatonin is an antioxidant. We also know that it is um, a mast cell stabilizer. So people who have IBS have excessive amounts of mast cells, generally speaking, that are activated in the intestinal lining. And so perhaps the improvement was based on the antioxidant effect and also the mast cell stabilizing effect. And, you know, I think one of the ways that this might be used in practice is someone who has IBS and is having sleep disruption, uh, they might as well try it. Melatonin has very little downside. Usually the doses are um, anywhere between one and three milligrams at bedtime. And we generally see some side effects of increased drowsiness. Um, some people have uh, vivid dreams when they take melatonin that they do not like. Um, other people like it, like those kinds of dreams. But however, this is something that um, I think is worth trying. And, you know, mast cell activation doesn't seem to happen in all the IBS patients, but there is a certain subset that are highly reactive to foods and have lots of food intolerances and may have excessive mast cells. And if it's combined with sleep disruption, um, I think thinking about melatonin is something I know that I'm going to think more about after reading this research review. Thank you for tuning in to WILD, which is an acronym for what I am learning daily. Take care. I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode of WILD. What I am learning daily is a segment of the One Thing Podcast. Please let me know value learning and I wanted to add this through my podcast process so 